Hey ladies, it's your favorite dating coach here. Do these titles sound familiar at all? Uh, what to do until love finds you. Secrets of an irresistible woman. What are the three biggest mistakes women make in relationships? <laughs> hey, what's up ladies? So today I'm gonna show you guys 10 ways to make a guy weak for you. So how do you become a high value woman that men will never want to leave? You're smart, you're sexy, you're confident, and you still make mistakes. It's all good. Coming up, a year and a half ago, she says she was fat, broke, and miserable. Now she's happier than ever. How'd she do it? Delia Knight. Carla Nell. Ah! <laughs> it's episode five. How did we get here? I don't know. Are you married yet? Uh, no. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. I'm not. I am. So this is a failure. <laughs> This whole thing is a failure. We completely failed. No, I know that you're married and I can't. What colors for the wedding, girl? What colors? You're really um, getting out there, though. I'm beige. impressed. Yeah, I am getting well, out there. Well, you're not there. wearing white. <laughs> 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 Way okay. to call me out. My mother <laughs> listens to this podcast. Uh, Kate? <laughs> Delia's not wearing white to her wedding. I have something to tell you. Um, yes, I have been getting out there. I've been meeting the people. Yeah. Since we started, how many dates have you been on? Four? Three, four, five? And this is our third week of recording. Yep. That's amazing. You're amazing. I am. I'm single and ready to mingle. Yeah, you are. Get it. I'm not. But you and, are. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, though. It does kind of make me tired. Yeah. So. It's a lot of work. No, it's a lot of work. It is. It is no joke getting out there and, you know, you have to get ready. I yeah. think that's like the big, th like that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I sound well. like such like an old person. But like, you know, getting jazzed to. Get pumped. Meet someone. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I should get some jock jams. Maybe. No, I that's the that. thing. Like, you you have to be in the mindset because if you go out there and you're all pissy and you're in a bad mood, that's not fun. Nobody oh. wants to see that again. <laughs> <clears throat> and that's Nobody kind of my that. head. That's kind of my headspace lately. So that's why I've put a a lid on it for a little while as I figure some things out. That's fair. Yeah, I, I did get a message today and started a chat with a gentleman. He seems like a really nice guy. We've been going back and forth. We like the same music, which is a big deal for me. Uh, what and would you say your musical tastes are? My musical taste? Well, I, have a, I love all kinds of music, but a, a prerequisite for a potential mate uh, is going to be they need to like Pearl Jam because I've seen Pearl Jam 17 times wow. live. If they don't like, now they don't have to love them as much as I do. That's okay. But they need to at least like them. Okay. But other than that, I mean, I love all kinds of music. I, you know, you know me, I go to Oh, concerts. I know you. Girl, you know me. I go to so many concerts and, you know, I like all kinds of music, so. That's usually never a deal breaker for me, unless it's country music. See, I love country music. Yeah. Mm. I'm a big fan. That's my Iowa roots right there. I don't, I, well, I'm from That's, Alabama, but I'm sorry. I know, I, 
I grew up with a dad playing banjo. Oh dear. And yeah, it was it was kind of deliverancey, but <laughs> we weren't that deep in. Okay. Maybe some we had some Eagles albums sitting on the sitting on the credenza, but no, no banjos no laying around. No little dueling banjos. <laughs> no banjos. Thank All right. Jesus. Uh, okay, I'm so excited for the book this week. Uh, tell us what you are going to talk about. I am going to talk about a little book called Why Men Love Bitches. Oh, From God. Doormat to Dream Girl, A Woman's Guide to Holding Her Own in a Relationship. Ooh. You really got to plan out your breath to say that whole title. <laughs> I swear to God, all of these books have one title and then three other titles after the one. Yeah, it's like we need to outline the entire book in the title. Basically, it's basically, do, I don't need to read the books. Do you need to read the books? No, They're I'm all done. in the title. I just read the title. This week, guys, I just read the title. It's crazy. But I, <laughs> I feel like based on the title, there is more information in the book that we should probably discuss. That's why we're here. That is why we're here. So yes, this week's book was is authored by Sherry R. See, I should have seen how to pronounce her name. Argov, 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 who's a New York Times bestselling author. Okay. She also wrote "Why Men Marry Bitches." Oh. A guide for women who are too nice, and the soon-to-be released "Why We Love Bitches Uncensored." Oh, okay. She's really got a corner on the market for bitches. <laughs> she, she does have a corner on the market for bitches. Jeez, Louise. Girl. I just said Jeez, uh, Malise. I don't know who that is. I know Louise, but... You don't know who Malise is? No, I don't. Okay, but Malise. Jeez to her. So, Delia, why do men love bitches? Okay, so... <laughs> Here's what's up. She's kind of using this this title. When I first saw it, I was like, all right. <laughs> I don't appreciate being called a bitches. But she's bitch in this. The context of the book is not the kind of bitch that, that you I are. initially thought <laughs> that I am. So she's not talking about... <laughs> You're hilarious. I know. I'm funny, but I'm bum bum. <laughs> so she's not talking about mean-spirited, abrasive disposition type of woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the context of this book, a bitch is a kind yet strong, and her strength is subtle. Doesn't give up her life, won't chase a man, won't let a man think he has 100% hold on her, knows what she wants but won't compromise. And then she had this reference to Steel Magnolias, which I'm like, yes. <laughs> so she said, feminine like a steel magnolia, flowery on the inside, or flowery on the outside, steel on the inside. Wow. So then yeah. the kind of contrast to the bitch is a nice girl. And apparently nice girls do finish last as far as this, this goes. Okay, so that's interesting because we always say that nice guys finish last, but she mm-hmm. asserts nice girls finish last. Yeah, and I think her kind of context for that is kind of like a pushover 
type of woman. Mm-hmm. Like a woman who definitely like gives stuff up to be with her fella, puts his needs first, that kind of. Likes country music if he likes country music. Yes, exactly. Got it. So, so yeah, the. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm just laughing because I, it's like you define nice and you think that's a good thing, but I, I do know men who like women that treat them like crap. And I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, and I don't think, like, that's her. She's not veering into that territory necessarily. Right, of course not. But when you say bitches, that's kind of the first thing that comes to mind is that the woman is difficult. Which is why she clarified. And, you know, why men love confident women probably wouldn't sell as many titles. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking. Why men love self-assured, confident <laughs> women with self-esteem and... Yes. Yeah. No. So... You're right. You're right. You know, she, she took that and ran with it. Okay. So one of the things that she says the message of the book, which I really like this, is a bit of irreverence is necessary to have any self-esteem at all. Not a reverence for people, but rather for what other people think. And that just struck me as like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because everyone's going to have an opinion. Right. Of course. And she really asserts that, like, to find a quality dude, it's going to have to go down like this. Well, I identify with that because I am very irreverent. And... <laughs> I am super irreverent. Guys. <laughs> no, I mean, I get that. I agree with that. I think that. How much of an ability you have to have a sense of humor about things. I, you know, that's what that means to yeah. me. And I'm, I have a pretty good sense of humor. <laughs> if I do yes. say so myself. Yes, I would say so. So the book is, she broke the book down, not only by like chapters and whatnot, but she has these things called attraction principles. Okay. And I think there's a hundred of them. Oh, good. Only a hundred. Only a hundred. So, guys, not many things to master. (laughs) Just saying. God, the work. All right. Let's tell me what I need to do. (laughs) Tell me what I'm in for. (laughs) So I just kind of took a sampling, a cross-section of attraction principles. Okay. um, That kind of stood out to me because, you know. I read the damn book. So. Yay. (laughs) Yay, the book. So attraction principle number 28. If he makes you feel insecure, let your insecurity be your guide. Okay. So this was, she was mostly talking about sexual intercourse. Oh. So she talks kind of about the, when in the boudoir, that women might think like guys need them to kind of porn perform. And just kind of do those very, you know, loud moaning, even if he's like nowhere near (laughs) turning you on. Uh, (laughs) Been there. And so she talks about women feeling pressure to perform. Mm -hmm. And she says, if he makes you feel like that, don't sleep with him. And men like to see what they're doing is pleasing their partner. And that in turn turns them on. So I totally. 
I've been with both. I've been with guys who definitely, it's like, you watch a little too much pornography. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't go down like this ever. Right, right. But I also don't have the patience to correct this. <laughs> so hopefully <laughs> there will be a woman in the near future who's uh, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Yeah. Slow down. Slow, Slow it down. down. Well, but what if you like sex that way? <laughs> I mean. Then I fine. You know, I don't think that I'm a porn star by any means, but I'm pretty. Are you sure? <laughs> Well, last time I checked, let me, let me Google, let me Google it real quick. Uh, No, but I mean, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm vocal in the bedroom. I, I like feedback. So I think it's mostly having to do with being authentic to who you are. Yeah. Okay. So So, if you're, if you're faking it, then hang it up. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't well, I guess it just it. makes me kind of question, like, am I faking it? Or do I like it like that? I don't know. I mean, but I, but I, it just depends on who you're with, too. I mean, there's a rhythm that happens. So, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. depends on who you're with, I guess, too. But no, that makes sense. If you're, if you're falsifying anything, probably not a great match. If you're falsifying sexual documents, <laughs> don't. <laughs> Yeah. I guess bitches, you know, they're upfront, communicative, and yeah. ask for what they want. Yeah. So I'm all okay. over that. All right. Check check that one yeah. off the list. What check. Else? What else? Attraction principle number 43. <laughs> Out of 100. Okay. Out of 100. If you allow your rhythm to be interrupted, you'll create a void. Then to replace what you gave up, you'll start to expect and need more from your partner. So I have been guilty of this, is dropping shit that I absolutely love Mm -hmm. in hopes that my partner or somebody I'm like, then they can fill that space. Mm-hmm. So she's like, if you have a pottery class that you take once a week and he wants to schedule a date during that pottery class, girl, go to the pottery class. Do the pottery class. Basically, do what you're passionate about. Yeah. Things that you love to do. Well, that makes total sense, clearly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think a lot of us kind of... And and I I haven't been called to do that in a relationship uh, because my longest relationship was long distance so he wasn't really trying to tell me what I could and couldn't do or should or shouldn't do whatever but I think a lot of women sort of give up parts of themselves to have a partner I think men do too oh yeah men do too but goes back to that thing of having your own life Yeah, and I think that's what attracts people to one another in the first place. Yeah. Like, oh, they, you know, do this on the side, or they really love this. Right. I mean, you know, that's initially what I found in dating, what you're curious about or what you ask questions about. Like, I love learning about somebody's passion. Yeah. And then I also love telling them they can no longer do it when I'm around. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're cut off. (laughs) 
Both of those. You know, that thing that brings you joy? Forget nope. about it. It's over. Not while I'm around, sir. <laughs> no, I think I'm very, like, supportive of, you know, I want people to, you know, because I'm busy and I do a lot myself. I don't want anybody to tell me that I have to stop doing any of the things that I love to do. So I would never do that to someone. I would never tell them that they can't, you know, have their life and enjoy the things that make them happy. No way. That is not what love is. Yes. That is not what love is. Okay. So, so far we have to be true to ourselves, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, this next attraction, it builds on, cause this is number 44. Okay. It builds on, cause I, oof, this, this for some reason, I was just like, huh. Attraction principle number 44. Most women are starving to receive something from a man that they need to give to themselves. Rut row. <laughs> <laughs> I feel this happens a lot for me. Mm-hmm. That I'm looking for either exterior validation or like needing something. Mm-hmm. And I think that definitely is an energy. Yeah. That doesn't attract people to you (laughs) it more repels yeah I don't know I wonder sometimes if I'm I I I need validation from men probably too much but I sometimes wonder if if I don't need it enough and that, that that turns men off because I I don't need someone to to do certain things for me the one thing, obviously, is like physical, uh, physical fulfillment is what I need the most, I think, because I have so many great friendships and relationships. And if someone comes in and, and wants to be a friend and a lover, that's the best case scenario. But yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't ever feel like I'm starving. But then when I'm interested in someone, all of a sudden I become this like needy mess of a woman. So I don't know. That's not true. I only do that to myself and to my friends, not to the guy. The guy doesn't know that I'm a needy mess. <laughs> well, no, the guys never know that we're needy messes. <clears throat> yeah. That's like, he hasn't called. He hasn't texted. He hasn't fill in the blank. Right. But yeah, I just kind of like read that attraction principle over and over again. And I thought like, I just, there's stuff that, I don't know, kind of like you buy flowers for yourself, mm-hmm. like at the farmer's market. Yeah. Like you're not waiting for somebody to be like, here, these are for you. Right. That's something my mom taught me. Yeah. It's her and whole it's like, thing. If I buy your own damn flowers. Take my, <laughs> oh, Fran. <laughs> um, if I want to take myself out on a date, if I want to go see a movie or dinner or you know, so. Yeah, and I've only been comfortable doing that in the last <laughs> couple of years because I felt like, I did feel like I needed to have a date or a friend or somebody to go with me, and then one day it just hit me. No, I can go to that restaurant and that movie by myself. I don't have to wait. Uh, yeah, they're not going to stop you at the door and be like, I'm sorry, <laughs> do you, are you here with somebody or are you here by alone? yourself? We're not to turn you away. That is like an interesting thing, though, because when you do go to a restaurant by yourself, 
a lot of times they'll say, just one? Or are you alone? And you're like, yeah. I'm so alone. I am completely alone. So can you just get the chips and salsa over here in a jiffy, please? Thank you. But I also want to sit in a booth because, (laughs) I don't know, someone might show up. Just in case. I might make eye contact. You don't know. Yeah. So that sucks sometimes. But I still do it. And I just say, yeah, I'm alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I well, think just paying attention, like, all all the ladies out there, paying attention to what you need and giving yourself permission to just go ahead and do that thing. Yeah. You know, I totally. think we'll put stuff off or, you know, we want to go on this great vacation, but we want to do it with someone you know, that there's no need to wait, to not give it to yourselves. Yeah. I like that. I like how she says her unavailability doesn't only attract him, it blows his mind. I know, right? I'm like, oh, I can be unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true, because when a man is unavailable, to me, it drives me crazy. Yeah. I mean, I want to know, why aren't you texting me? Why aren't you reaching out? Why aren't you interested in what I'm doing? What's going on? And it's only been Hi. in the last... Hi. <laughs> yeah. It's only been in the last, like, couple of years that I've been like, stop caring. Go on about your life and your day. And <laughs> if that person reaches out, awesome. But get on with it. It's hard. I don't know why that's so hard. Yeah, I I don't know. Okay, so. So that's that. Attraction principle number 68. <laughs> of 100. Okay. I just, I am a sucker for a list. Listeners, like. Oh, we that, got some lists. That is my jam. We have a couple of Friggin books lists with lots of stuff lists out. coming. Oh, yeah. And that's like a big thing with like dating advice, like. 10 ways to make him notice you, seven yeah. ways to really, ooh, in the bedroom. Total like, arbitrary numbers. I love it. I yeah, love there's. it doesn't seem like there's a magic number for these lists. Well, like this one, top 15 reasons men prefer a feisty woman. Oh, which I do. I bet there's 16 reasons. There probably are 16. But this just says 15, so that's it. That's it. Yeah. So we only have 15 reasons, y'all. Okay, so what is Um, attraction principle number 68? Number 68, in the beginning, the only thing you need to pay attention to is whether he keeps coming around because he'll only be able to suspend or hide his emotions for so long. Yes, I find that to be the case. Dudes are pretty transparent. Yeah, no, that's true. So I was like, okay. So, you know, if he's not coming around... That's probably how he feels. Yeah, right. You can pick up on that pretty quickly. Yes. Oh, he's not coming around. He's not interested. Hmm. Um, so I have, I have some of these top 15 reasons men prefer a feisty woman. Okay. I want to know. Which, who doesn't love the word feisty? I love it's the word feisty, and I would, so I would love for someone to categorize me as being... My feisty woman. <laughs> Are you dating a pirate? 
Meet Carla. She's my feisty woman. <laughs> okay, here we go. When you banter with a woman and she can give it right back to you, it's a turn on. Oh, yeah. That's a turn on both ways. All right. I, I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A banter. And that's that's kind of a lost art. I will say, like, uh, dating in Vegas, there's a great cross-section of people. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like people just don't know how to banter. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like a uniquely Midwestern thing. I don't know. Like, I, you know, I've met people from all over that can banter, but. Yeah. The last guy that I was talking to, our banter was strong. And I just appreciate it. I appreciate being given a challenge to have a conversation that isn't just. You know, what just, do you do for a living? Well, right. It's just fun. And there's all, you know, they, he just would come up with these crazy scenarios and things. And then I'd have to use my imagination to actually respond. And it's so refreshing and so wonderful. Yes. Agreed. And, and it's so over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. 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 Banter. okay here is let's see when a woman is always really sweet and nice it can become monotonous yeah that goes both ways also too oh yeah i would almost rather have anyone describe me as anything but nice i hate that word i hate that word it's just so like a non-thing like oh you're like that's what you say about somebody when you have nothing else that grabs your attention. <laughs> well, right. That's the whole thing. Like, well, what do you think about her? Well, she's nice. And there's always that. It's just so nice. Yeah. Uh, it's like that gives me absolutely nothing. That is the least creative adjective that you can mm-hmm. use to describe someone's qualities. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad thing to be nice, though. I don't want people to walk out of here today thinking that we think it's a bad thing to be nice, but I'm just saying, you know, reach Yeah, but I'd almost rather, like, describe me then as kind or friendly. Like, that, like, nice is just so, like, oh, you didn't know anything else to say in the moment, did you? (laughs) It almost feels demeaning. It's nice. Kind of. It's like a backhanded compliment right there. Okay. Sorry so. for all those people who have been... I'll never describe somebody as nice again. That's it. Oh, a man respects a woman who won't tolerate being treated badly. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. a, a good man. A good man, yes. Caveat. Yeah. I actually like a woman with a little bit of a temper because then I know she won't let me take advantage of her. Pride is sexy. Okay. Well, okay. Sure. I like that. Well. Get a little bit angry, ladies. I feel like that's just kind of, you just have the ability to stand up for yourself. Yeah. That, you know, that shouldn't, I don't know, that shouldn't be a unique characteristic to women, but unfortunately it can be. Oh, yeah. You know. Definitely. Okay. So that was, I mean, that's kind of the cross section of... The 15 yeah. reasons that men prefer a the feisty 15. woman. A feisty okay. woman. Feisty. 
Fisty. Okay, so what is then, we were going on to principle 82. Principle 82. Financial neediness is no different than emotional neediness. In both instances, he can still get the feeling that he has a 100% hold on you. Okay. As somebody who kind of like hit rock bottom in their finances when with a significant other. Mm -hmm. I get that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I really couldn't depend on him for anything. Yeah. But he put kind of such a strain on finances that it did. It just it's so draining when you have to worry about everything. Totally. And so. My, my mom taught me, like, do not depend on a man to take care of you financially. Just do oh, that. Oh, yeah. And so far, so good. So far, I've yes, been my Yes, both bills. my grandmother and my mother. Yeah. Bring um, in your own money. <clears throat> I think even if I found a man who was completely financially independent and stable, I still would not depend on him for that. I still want no. to be in control of my own finances. I just, I don't see that as a relationship prerequisite like some women do, that some man is gonna come in and take care of you. I can't, I, I just, I don't know. I've been independent for so long that I cannot imagine, you know, handing over my financial. <laughs> oh yeah, no way. I mean, I think it's kind of like the parachute cord because if anything goes wrong you can pull that shit and be out of there right right so it's like you don't want to give that up or at least that's kind of how i was taught yeah and you know it served most of the women i know who had to get out of someplace in a, a quick fast hurry mm -hmm. um having their own money and uh their own way to make money Right, just being totally independent and not having to, you know, I mean, I can't even imagine like having to ask another person, hey, can I have, you know, 20 bucks for to go to a movie or can I, I mean, no way. And I mean, I, I think most women nowadays, it's not a, a situation they would find themselves in, but there are still some relationships with that dynamic and I just, it blows my mind. Can't, I can't imagine. Yeah. So, okay. So far, bitches have it made. Yeah. Bitches are where it's at. <clears throat> call Definitely do not call me nice. You can call me a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but don't call me nice, whatever you do. Whatever you do. Delia, we need to take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. 11 days of eyeball-busting shows from the beautiful to the bizarre. The 7th Annual San Diego International Fringe Festival launches June 6th through the 16th. This year, the Fringe Frenzy moves exclusively to Balboa Park. Join us in supporting Feeding San Diego and creating community to make a difference together. Ticket info and daily updates at SD Fringe on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking for a little more laughter in your life? Or maybe even a little more courage? Finest City Improv is the place to laugh it out. With shows four nights a week, plus comedy classes for all levels. Come join us at Finest City Improv in San Diego. The thing is coming. 
10 writers have 24 hours to write seven plays and three monologues. Then, eight directors have eight hours to rehearse all of it with 24 actors before those actors perform them memorized. The thing, that 24-hour thing, it's coming. Are you audience enough? Free, one show only, June 16th, 6.30 p.m., San Diego Central Library. Not responsible for expulsion of beverages through the nose, facial pain, or side cramps. So, okay, attraction principle number 91. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I love this. If he doesn't give you a time, you don't have a date. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I am I'm 100% guilty of this. The, oh, we're hanging out, like, at some point, because... Uh-huh. If he don't, if he don't make it a plan, no date. This is what drives me crazy about dating now. It's all so loosey goosey, and I'm a planner. My life is such that if you want to go out with me, I need you to give me a date and a time and an event, and I want to know where we're going to go. I can be spontaneous when I know you and when you're in my life, and if you know we've been seeing each other for a while. But when I first start dating somebody, I it's just like, come on, take some initiative. Yeah, I, you have to out, earn. Make a plan. You have to earn that spot of, you know, spontaneous plans. But yeah, to begin with, like, I want to I want to know that you can put something together. And it doesn't, here's the thing, gentlemen. I'm speaking specifically to you because that's who I date. <laughs> it doesn't take much. Like, I'm not asking you to, like plan a day trip to the Grand Canyon and we're there like right at sunset with a bottle of wine. Like, no, I'm talking about just like, hey, Friday night, eight o'clock, we're going to see this band. We're going to go have drinks here. Great. I would be fine with just Friday night, eight o'clock. Like, (laughs) (laughs) wow. Way to streamline that girl. (laughs) No, but I mean, I've been in situations, you know, Especially since I've been um, doing this online dating thing where, yeah, let's get together. I want to get together. Okay, yeah, let, what do you want to do? Oh, let me let you know. Let me let you know. I'll get back to you. So I've been kind of, uh, I feel like being overly aggressive and making plans with people. And then I feel like I'm a big pain in the ass because, you know, I'm saying, let's go do this on this day. And I feel like I am almost forcing people to spend time with me. Now, they'll say yes, and they'll go out, but they don't then initiate the next thing. And so I'm thinking, well, I went out with him. We had a great time. I think he wants to hang out again, but they don't yeah. They don't initiate. And, you know, that's when we have to kind of step back and say, if the guy's not initiating, you kind of need to get a clue that... He's yes. probably not interested in more than just hanging out with you when it's totally convenient for only him, you know? Yeah. So one of the <clears throat> kind of subparts of this is just don't be so available, mm-hmm. you know, kind of conduct your life. If he wants to find you, he will come find you. Right. Right. I mean, oh, dudes that's... are pretty straightforward that way. That's the truth. We, yeah, we talked about this before. If, if he wants to spend time with you, he's going to spend time with you. I like that quote, busy is a myth. People make time for the things that they want to make time for. And Oh, 
I still have trouble getting that into my brain because I've spent part of my life making time sometimes for people and things that I didn't have time for just because I felt rude or I felt obligated or I felt like, well, I, I really need to do this thing. But I, a lot of the men that I've dated, they don't have that. They don't have that, you know, obligation thing going on, uh, especially when you're initially just starting to date, which is understandable. They know how to keep their life yeah. separate, you know, and I think more women need to learn that and not be completely available. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I've had the obligation conversation with my brother mm-hmm. and he feels obligated to no one for nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And he he said he I mean, obviously, he feels obligated to his wife and children that's well, right who to he, his family yeah yeah but yeah. any friend thing any anything else any family guilt any any he just boop nope yeah don't want to do it <laughs> and that's a way to live i mean i don't think you know you should feel an obligation especially if it's like not a set plan you know i've had guys call me at like six o'clock on a friday and say hey you know what are you doing what are you doing tonight <laughs> And if I'm free and I want to spend time with them, I'll, I will. But sometimes I'm just like, could you have given me a little bit more notice? Just, you know, just out of respect for my schedule? Because now I just feel like I'm an option. I'm your third or fourth option rather than somebody yeah, who really Yeah, like other plans to... fell through. Right. The, the art of really creating and planning a moment and an experience with somebody is dying, you know. Yeah. And I, uh, and maybe that's just my, I'm sure that there are men out there that make plans with women. I'm sure there are. I'm not meeting them. I'm not meeting them. Where are you, you planners? Yeah. You know, again, like the last person that I was seeing, it's like I was planning everything between us. And I started just feeling bad. I started feeling like, I think. Because when when I would when we would be together, we'd have so much fun mm-hmm. and have such a great time. But then, no plan to get together again. And then I would make a plan, and then we would get together again, and then no plan. And you know, I just I finally got the the message loud and clear. Loud so, and clear. Yeah. Yeah, planning is sexy. The world needs more more planning, please. <laughs> More plan. Hello. More planning, please. Hi. Give me a plan. Okay. So, so far. So far. I see 100 doesn't really seem that, like, big of a... It's just... It's a molehill now. It's not a mountain. <laughs> We're already at number 97. Jeez. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Attraction principle 97. A yes woman who gives too much sends the impression that she believes in the man more than she believes in herself. Men view this as weakness, not kindness. Mm. So. (laughs) Well, that seems pretty cut and dry to me. That's, um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things, like reading these books, what I found is... That, yes, most of this makes sense. It's not like 
a revolutionary thing. Right. It's just the consistent, like, putting it into practice. Absolutely. Because we all have those moments where we're like, oh, but I, you know, I'll wait by the phone. Mm-hmm. I'll purposely not plan something because I think somebody might call and make plans, maybe. Right. Right. And to be able to kind of, when you're in the moment, say, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do what I want to do. Do men do that? Men, if you're listening, there's probably three of you that are <laughs> listening. Will you email us and tell us, do you sit and wait for a woman to call you and make plans with you? I, <laughs> I really want to know because my impression is no, you don't. But I know me and my friends, we do it so often. We do. We, we wait for you to contact us and to spend time with us. And I'm just curious, you know, is that something that men do too? They just sit there and they're waiting. I'm sitting here waiting for him. He's sitting there waiting for me. And, <laughs> you know, pint of ice cream later. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. But if you're out there and if you're still waiting, will you email us? <laughs> maybe friday night you thought she was gonna call and she didn't you're still waiting still waiting um, i'm still waiting so if you're still waiting just just give us some clarity just, on that just do it no i think that men when they want to pursue something they do yeah so there's no hesitation in it yeah i do too no lag time i mean that's at least what they tell us yeah what they say, I'm willing so. to believe it. <laughs> Most of the dudes I know, not waiting. Yeah. No, I, I think that's true. And I don't know why uh, women have been taught that you just sit around and wait for somebody to want to spend time with you. I, I, I'm not cut from that cloth. I, ha- I have, you know, I have spent time waiting for a man to call me or contact me, obviously. But I don't, I don't believe in any man more than I believe in myself. I, I have a strong self-esteem as far as I don't, you know, I don't put a man on a pedestal until they deserve it, you know, in my life. I, I'm going to put myself first. I yeah, and I guess it's how those things then intersect. Like the intersection of, you know, having the self-esteem and confidence yet still engaging in the weight (laughs) right exactly so so these are all attraction principles we've covered a few here i agree with all of them i feel like i'm true to most of these things why aren't i attracting a man (laughs) i think we need to be a little bit more bitches these are things men are attracted to right Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, hello. I'm so I'm Where very attractive. No, I mean. <laughs> no, I I do though. I, a lot of this stuff I totally agree with, and it makes total sense to me. So. Uh, yeah, there was yeah. not an attraction principle that I was like, mm, no. She <laughs> that she pretty crap. much nailed it. So. Right. Right. And I know we're kind of big. We keep posing the question like what are your qualifications for Uh being a relationship expert i couldn't find much on uh sherry argov's background other than 
I looked at her LinkedIn profile. <laughs> okay. And apparently she is a graduate. She holds a BA of communication, journalism, and related programs from USC. Go Trojans. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Like there's no like. There's no like years of relationship coaching or anything like that. Nope. Okay. Okay. Well, I had an interesting conversation the other night with a friend of mine who is a life coach of sorts. And I was saying, you know, how a lot of these people didn't seem to have qualifications. And he said, who cares if they have things of value to say? And if people are buying it, obviously there's something to it. And, you know, he made a great point because I really have been a stickler about what are the qualifications? What are the, what qualifies you to tell me? I think it is that cut and dry of, well, if somebody does have an insight and they want to share it and the world is buying it, who am I to, to judge it? However, I will say that some of these books that I've read, when the person does have a ton of qualifications, I like the advice a lot more. I think oh, they have okay. a lot more to say about how to get there, you know, because does she talk about anything? So these are all attraction principles and they all make sense to me and everything. But what, how, how do you? There, <laughs> how, where? <laughs> Besides no, there's these 100 like attraction <laughs> principles. <laughs> <laughs> 1,000 steps to the best possible you. Um, no, she doesn't really give kind of like, this is a way to employ these. This mm -hmm. is a way. It's the reasons, I guess, in her experience, mm -hmm. she is. I feel like a lot of these people interview a lot of women. Yeah. I don't know who these women are. I've never been <laughs> interviewed. <laughs> But it's just, it's fascinating to me because all of these authors have interviewed thousands of women. Uh -huh. I've never been part of this. <laughs> I've never been part of that conversation, ever. So I think a lot of these books, their information is kind of distilled down from just chatting with people about yeah. what has worked and what hasn't. And I think she talked to a lot of dudes for this book as well. And asked what they found attractive mm -hmm. in, a, in a woman. Okay. And slap bitch on it, and there you go. You have a brand. There you go. Why men love bitches. At well, <clears throat> and I think that, you know, there's something to be said for, you know, in the book before, he talks about the feminine and the masculine roles. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like a lot of these things that she's selling or encouraging are like more masculine traits. What, what we would typically expect, how, how we would typically expect a man to behave. Am I, is that yes. fair? Kind of. I think that <clears throat> in some regards we equate femininity with like, this softer, gentler, mm -hmm. more, I almost subservient, I guess. Totally. 
attitude and I think her definition of feminine and femininity is more of a you know not like in your face but also hey if you piss me off I'm gonna tell you or if like I have something going on I'm not gonna make plans with you you know but that's what I mean those are things that men just do naturally they if I mean if a man doesn't like the way you're acting or behaving he'll tell you if he doesn't want to show up for something, he won't. And we have to read a whole book about it to t- <laughs> tell us. <laughs> it's so fun being a woman. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's my point. I just feel like it's it's common sense stuff yeah. that we should already be doing. But, you know, for whatever reason, we're not. And I do think it's, I think it's attractive to a man when a woman owns her life and owns her emotions and you know uh when she there's a chapter i have a question i don't know if you remember but chapter 10 gaining control of your emotions uh i would like to do that so wackadoo (laughs) and i think this was the bonus chapter this was the updated okay hold on stand by yeah a hint of indifference acts as a trigger and hooks him A hint of indifference. A hint. Just a hint of indifference. What is that fragrance you're wearing? A hint of indifference. (laughs) Oh, so these are uh, Q&A letters from readers. Okay. Got it. So. So forget it. So forget it, readers. No. Well, if you agree that men love bitches, will you email us? at landyourman at gmail.com and tell us why you think that because <laughs> I'm curious. I don't, I think, you know, I get her point. It's not really about the activity of being a bitch. It's more about men love women that are in control. Yes. Not of them, but of themselves. Yeah. Once again, it's one of those, I feel like a very fine line to be walking Mm-hmm. So you're like in control, but you let them in a little bit, but then you don't try to plan everything, but then you wait for them to plan stuff. <laughs> but then it, it's just this back and forth of like, okay, well, how does this tra- translate into like a first date? <laughs> like, right. you know, yeah, is this after you've seen each other? It just, it boggles my mind, the amount of stuff that is out there rules guidelines i i really do believe and i'm having fun doing this podcast i don't want to stop but i believe i'm having an okay time (laughs) (laughs) i believe that when it is supposed to be it it all just it falls in place it's natural you don't none of this stuff matters when it's the right person but I think that if you don't do this homework and you don't figure this stuff out before you walk into a relationship with somebody, you're at a disadvantage because everything might fall into place, but life is going to throw up roadblocks. I mean, there's going to be challenges. So if you haven't done some of this work, then, I mean, I, I think it puts puts you at a disadvantage of having a really great relationship. Yeah. I mean, I think first step, self-awareness. Right. Done. There's value in all of it. <laughs> There's value in all of it, for sure. So next week, 
I am going to be doing The Power of the Pussy. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> <laughs> This book is by Kara King. She says she wants to teach you how to leverage the power of one of your main assets. All right. I'll let you figure out what that is. <laughs> um, My eyes. <laughs> your beautiful blue eyes. My no, eyes. this book initially, when I first listened to it, it was, it, it's, it's very graphic, obviously, and it's, you know, it's in your face, but I do think it has some, some value. And then some of the stuff I, you know, I have my issues with. So I can't wait to talk about that. I can't wait to hear about it. So let's do a poll for next week. Yes, let's. Do you prefer, listeners, someone who plans a date? Or are you okay with someone just being spontaneous? I would love to see the difference if men have a preference or women have a preference. Um, So email us and let us know. What is your preference? Or post on our social medias. Yes, you could post it on Instagram, Facebook. We would also love it if you would go follow us on Land Your Man podcast. Yes. Subscribe. Leave a yes. review. Rate Please. us. Yes. And we have about 50 subscribers now. We're over 50 now, which is very exciting. It doesn't sound like that a lot. That is very exciting. It is exciting. It doesn't sound like a lot, but for us, It's more hey. than just my mom. <laughs> exactly. 50 people clicked yes. Uh, it's a very exciting time it's a very exciting time so yeah so let us know what do you prefer planning or spontaneity email us post it on um, the social medias follow us like us tell your friends do all of the things do you have anything else for today Delia no just what up to all my bitches out there what up bitches men love you (laughs) (laughs) we went from men don't love women like you to why men love bitches it's a short hop skip and a jump (laughs) it's just very confusing at the end of the day (laughs) but we're figuring it out we are book by book book by book as always thank you for listening to land your man you can listen to us uh on itunes google play spotify or on our website which has a long title, but the link is in our bio. So thank you so much for coming and listening again. We appreciate you. Have a good week, Delia. Thank you. Okay, you too, Carla. Bye. Bye. Landerman Podcast is a subsidiary of nothing and is produced in association with no one other than Carla Nell and Delia Knight.